Margaret Reed is an artist with a very interesting story and an exhibition on at Raw Gallery called Wall to Wall Fashion. Mag E, her artist name, has quite an amazing story that needs to be shared and no doubt there is some learning in here for all of us. Hi Margaret, welcome to B-Side Stories on Access Radio. Hi Laurie. So Margaret, what is your exhibition about? It is, I was asked to do something on fashion and I didn't feel like producing a whole fashion line especially right, so yeah. I said to them that I was going to do my fashion but it would be on the wall and it, I wanted it to be moving. Now just so that our listeners understand a little bit, you also do sew a lot, is that correct? Yes, I yeah. do. I, <clears throat> they know me as someone who designs clothes and makes them and people buy them and wear them. Great. And but this year I really wanted to work on painting. Right. And you can't see Margaret, but she's very funky. And Margaret, how old are you? Just Are you allowed? Are we allowed to My say that? My triplet system might not want this to be known, but yes, I am 70. Brilliant. Well, I, I can just tell you that Margaret is the foxiest looking 70-year-old <laughs> and um, very inspiring for all of us ladies. Thank you, Laurie. So, so now, Margaret, so you know Normally so, so you're textural, but then this particular exhibition you wanted to paint, why was that? Because seven years ago my life changed overnight. Right. And I had no say in that matter. And when I came to, I could only touch things and I couldn't do anything other than feel things. And I used to shut my eyes and just feel the texture of material. And I thought, I can't stay like this. So I decided that if I could do that, then that's how I started my journey back. So I used to just feel material and look at it, and then one day I'd pick up the scissors and I would just cut shapes, and then I would sew them together, and it was a dress. Wow. Because I was no longer able to follow patterns. Right. So... Can you, we just go back to what actually happened to you that night, Margaret, where you had this big change in your life? It was a hospital preparation that had been changed and I had a adverse rea- severe adverse reaction. Usually people die. I pho- phoned someone and they were there, so I, was not, I didn't die. But it's a wow. complete, because the reaction was so severe, I lost potassium and sodium total. And that's what you do, you die. Oh my gosh, Margaret. Even I didn't understand what what actually happened. Okay, so you've always been an artist and a teacher, you were telling me. So this I was born an artist. Yes, it seems even clear on this side of that change. To lose the ability to paint and hold a paintbrush was a terrible loss. Mm, I can only appreciate that. So... When you came to, who was the person, did you know the person that you felt you were? No, I had no connection with my myself. I lost the connection to the core of me. And I looked at my family who had terrible looks on their faces. And I looked at myself in the bed. And I looked at my skinny, bony frame with bruises all over it. And I just came to the conclusion that something terrible must have happened to me, but I had no idea what it was. Wow. So you've been on a journey to actually reconnect with 
with Margaret Reed. Yes, I've been <laughs> driven that it just, as I said to Laurie before, I, when I got told I would have to get used to the new me, I got very angry and told the specialist that it just wasn't good enough. I wanted the real one back. I actually missed her. With being an artist, how did you do your art before Margaret? I was a very fortunate artist in that if I went to a show and loved it, when I got drove home, a, a whole picture of what I had in, uh, experienced would enter my head and I wouldn't be able to sleep until I had executed it completely on paper. And I do believe when I lost that ability that that was magic. And I want it. I want it back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, so you lost that ability, and then did you do that through painting or drawing or or how did sheer bloody determination? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. I just turned it into a mechanical process because I had nothing to start with. Right. And I was frightened. I looked. At, I tried to open my drawing books full of half-finished pictures that I was in the middle of, and I would have to shut it. Wow. Um, it was just a terrifying thing. But one day, my granddaughter, I missed not being able to do anything for my grandchildren. Right. I missed the look of recognition in their faces. I wasn't the person they remembered. Right. Yep, and that yep. just broke my heart. And the eldest, second eldest one was having a birthday. And I, late one night, I stood in the kitchen and I put a piece of blank paper in front of me. And I said to myself, you, you need to draw her something for her wow. birthday. And a weird thing happened. I, I drew her face in the right left-hand corner up high. And about two o'clock in the morning, a picture had grown diagonally across the page and I had no idea what it would be till it was finished. And at that point, I knew that I could fight to get this back. Wow. So that was a, a, a determined thing that you had to trust. open up and... Yep. Total trust. I, ha I had to learn to trust... And I can't tell you how hard that is when you have lost all connection. And I had to be very brave. I'll tell you that now. There mm. were a lot of angry people who yelled at me. For the first time in my life, I was yelled at constantly by professional people. Be for trying to do this or did they accept They yelled you? because they were frustrated. They had no idea. I couldn't express what was in my head and it made them very angry. And so for someone that's also trying to regain connection to you, that must be a very ground-shaking place mm. to be. Mm. It, it is. It, I would describe it as, as a terrifying nightmare I got dumped in. And it's been an amazing journey. I'm seven years down the track. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not going to say that it was amazing and I wouldn't have missed it for anything. No. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say to you that I will die one day knowing that I have achieved amazing things that I probably never would have if this hadn't happened to me. Right. So through having to really... I've had to learn to use my brain again. Yeah. Therefore, I've had to... The old way didn't work anymore. Right. So we've told 
scientifically that our brains have a huge capacity that we hardly touch in our lifetime. And because I lost my connections, my gut, my gut made me search, just sheer desperation, to search for a, a different way. And I've landed in a different part of my brain is all I can say to you. I've kind of landed and I'm using other parts of my brain that I never realised I had. And it's amazing. Incredible, actually. Margaret, with your art, the pictures are quite stunning. And me coming from fashion, there's no denying I'm particularly attracted to what you do. And there is is some similarity to me in, in your work before, but it is quite different at the same time. What is the technique you've found that you've had to use to get this art up on the wall? There are three very, very big ones. They are a metre and a half long and a metre wide. And this journey of mine, usually when I do something like that, I just wake up, because I've lost the ability to plan, but my analytical side of my brain obviously works all alone and does really well. (laughs) Wow. So one morning I woke up in January determined to celebrate my 70th birthday by by achieving work worthy of an exhibition and I just got the paper and cut it up and took it home and slushed the paint on (laughs) and thought it's going to happen because that is what I need to do I need to do that and it happened but I won't say the painting is easy. The painting is terribly hard because I've lost the connection between the end of the paintbrush and my brain. Right. And it's a very short distance, Mm. but it makes painting really hard. So to me, they are truly a huge celebration of of how hard I've worked. The other little ones just sheer delight to me because I love movement on paper. And... My son, for my birthday, and my two daughters clubbed together and gave me a tablet. And my son said to me, Mum, over there I've put on Sketch Tool. Just know it's there. And I started playing around with it. (laughs) (laughs) And I realised that there was no paintbrush involved. (laughs) I could just use my finger. Right, yeah. And I could mix all my colours with my fingers, which I had had found that if I did all that work with my fingers with my paintings, then used a paintbrush, that it worked better. But this eliminated the paintbrush. So it gave me the most beautiful freedom to get movement into these paintings and I just love people I admire people I adore the way people can move so wonderfully and you know we really are amazing I just will do anything for people anything and to get them looking amazing on my paintings doing ordinary things just brings me huge joy great Margaret so one quick question. How did you come to meet Raw Gallery? Did you have a relationship? In my past with life, them? I had a relationship, a working relationship, because of the children I worked with. My, I was working, actively working on getting my kids down t- to visit their studio right. 
and maybe do an exhibition in their gallery right. with their work. And then, of course, that just came to an abrupt end. And two years after this incident for myself, I just woke up one morning and told myself to get over myself that I too was brain damaged now and I was a client. And get down there. So I had <laughs> just told myself, stop being proud. Good on you, Margaret. And so what do Raw Gallery do? So they're an exhibition, they're, they're available for art practice? When I made contact with them, they still had funding for brain-injured people. Right. Today, they tend to have more funding available for mental illness. Right. People who suffer with... So it's it's there's still a little group of us who have had a brain injury. Right. And we are still allowed to be there. They give you a free desk to work at. There's no rent. Wow. And that is an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, mm. amazing. If there was something that people could take away from your amazing journey, what would you like to share with them? Just never, ever accept that you've got to be second best. Just fight. Never give up. Thank you so much, Margaret. And practice smiling. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn to smile right. and I had to practice smiling. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. And do you feel that has given your spirit a different place, learning to smile? A very wise psychologist who we both agreed did battle with me and I did battle with him for hours and hours and hours. And he needs to take credit for, for, for me in that exhibition because he fought with me. And he said to me, this is something simple you need to practice. Mona Lisa's smile, you need to smile it. Because he said it will relax a certain muscle in your brain and it will change the way you feel instantly. And you know he's right. I know he's right too. I have to practice that smile a little bit. <laughs> so, Margaret, how long is your exhibition Wall to Wall Fashion on for? It is up and hanging in Royal Gallery until... The end of May probably will be taken down the last week of May. Right, okay. And so your paintings are for sale? They are, yes. Um, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> I want to earn a living again. I want to work again. So yes, my paintings are for sale.